Hey, Road Trippers. Before we start today's show, I have a favor to ask. We just launched a listener questionnaire, and we're asking you to take three minutes of your time and to head over to bluewirepods.com slash survey to complete it. Now, what these surveys are is they help us to better understand who's actually listening to the show, which will help us then reach the right advertisers, which really means you get to keep listening for free. So if you don't mind, take a few minutes to help Richard Channing and myself. Head over to bluewirepods.com slash survey to tell us more about yourself, then you'll even be entered to win a $200 Amazon gift card. Who doesn't love Amazon? That's bluewirepods.com slash survey. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Welcome <laughs> into this edition of Road Trippin' with RJ and Channing. I'm your host, Allie Clifton. Excuse are me. What these are those? Are, dude. How about my neighbor helped design these, which is crazy. Really? He was like, oh, man, I remember starting those. Yeah. yeah these like, who sick. are you? I'm Channing Fry. I played 15 years in the NBA, made millions of dollars. Who do you live next door? This guy that designed shoes. Are those golf <laughs> shoes? No, dude. They're like high the top bottom. Air Force Ones. I call these my uh, my ice climber joints. Your ice climber joints. Mm, my ice climber joints. Where are you gonna? Those are fire, bro. You gotta, you gotta st- save those and are then like put them shoes? back in the they box. They might be golf shoes. Are they? Oh wow! Oh, they are now. Shoes. If and I'm gonna wear some now. off-white golf shoes, duh. yo, you'd be the. Coolest that means you owe me a fucking... pair. Not golf, but kicks. They're really subtle though, but I like the color. And again, high top. These are these are super sick. The material is really nice. What size shoe do you wear? Uh, 17, 18s. <laughs> you know what that means. <laughs> I have big socks. Listen, let's just, can we give a shout out to, to our girl, Annie? Oh, girl, Annie is the Annie. best. Annie's she lives the down best. the street. Does she? Yeah, Yo. literally. A- I was Annie, like, where do you, you live? And it, it went beep, three minutes. I said, oh, it was like, Annie, okay, Annie, you, Annie you, you got more gifts on the way. You got more gifts on the way coming. For me and Channing oh, yeah. to say thank you. What size shoe you wear? Dude, I gave her a whole case of wine. I said, Come oh, on, yeah. what you need? What, what size shoe? What, what size you shoe do you which size shoe, Allie? I was about to say, were you literally just gonna ask Annie what size shoe she wears when you guys have yet to buy me ever a pair of shoes? You, the, I haven't bought I was, me a pair of shoes. <laughs> of course you haven't, because you're given them every single time. <laughs> oh. I wear an eleven. Okay, thank you. Damn, I was like, Jeez. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Nine and a half in men's. If you want Ooh, to be very yeah. But but anyway, shout out our girl Annie. She's she's a wildcat bear down. She's awesome. She, you know, this is what she did, right? I asked her, I was like, like, I looked at my workout gear and it was looking real in shambles lately. You know, I've been moving a lot, right? So it's been in shambles. And so I was like, hey, is there any way just next time you send something, if you can send some like workout stuff? She's like, I got you. And like a true awesome mom, she sent like three packs of socks and it's just like you're oh. like oh that's such a good move like said so i was just thinking like some shoes some shorts so a couple of dry fit shirts that 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 three fresh packs of socks oh, oh. that's like that's that's when you're smiling you're like oh this you know, oh the toes is gonna feel, feel good, good. Oh. And this is starting off as a feed episode for all the alley clifton only fan feet page. <laughs> can you please can you please send me any kinds of tips and tools to be able to execute this process? Because now I'm at a point where when Richard is sending me comments from my picture that involved comments that are be 
being shed towards Channing about me giving away free content. Now I'm a little bit like, okay, can we yeah. start this? Get, yeah, get this thing in motion. Tell you got to give right. people what they want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, guys, it's been a minute. Since we last spoke, we were in Vegas. We uh, recorded several episodes that have since dropped. Uh, our viewers love Larry Nance Jr., um, Why? So maybe he could Why? be. There's nothing to be loved about that man. So riled up from him. <laughs> no, Larry is the best at. <laughs> Larry is the best at arguing stuff that doesn't make sense. But then I'm just like, yeah, I'd like to argue too. So that's why I love the guy. I love the guy. So, so you guys are both are the same. You're the same person. So you're the same person. I was going to say yes. Yeah, you're the same person. Yeah, um, I can see. We that. will argue the color of the ground. Right, yeah, it I is love sand, it. not granite. <laughs> God. Seriously. Uh, so our listeners, viewers loved Larry Nance Jr. Maybe we'll have him back on. Um, they cannot believe that Allie Clifton has no idea about how amazing Gilbert Arenas was. Whatever. Are we serious? I, I yeah, exactly. Just... Goodbye. Um, yeah. And lastly, Richard, you became what a ref. And I don't know yeah. about you, Channing, but every single place I walk now, people want to know if Richard Jefferson is really going to become an official in the NBA. To which I say yes. Every single yeah. time. <laughs> How did you, I, I, did you I not see him get booed? They fired him on the halftime. <laughs> I, I cannot They fired him in the corner. They said, ah, this ain't this ain't. <laughs> I cannot express to you. Get him out. I cannot express to you how I will never, ever referee ever again <laughs> under any circumstance. Like the the that jersey, I don't know if I'm gonna hang it up. I might I might frame it. I might frame my jersey, right? <laughs> but I got a referee jersey. I got I'm probably gonna frame my referee jersey with my whistle, my Fox 40. That's what they call it. They don't call it a whistle, they call it a Fox 40. Why? <laughs> exactly. Because that's just the name of the brand. I'm telling you, it's a whole nother world, that referee world. It's a hey, did they get you a Fox 40? And it's just like, what the fuck is a Fox 40? Like a whistle? Yeah, it gets a little symbol on it. But yeah, it, anyways, I'm getting a little deep in it. It was an amazing experience. When I tell you their job is over the top, it is so hard. And like, there's so much stuff before you even get into like the actual just game management, like learning where to stand, learning how to transition, all these different things. Then you got to sprint up and down. You never seen a referee call for a timeout before. Like those dudes are in such <laughs> ridiculous shape. And if the game is going, they're going. And it's just like, you know, no, it, it was it was I.O. But I always had a tremendous amount of respect for the referees and I would always crack jokes with them. That's why, you know, when I was sitting in those rooms, I like I got I got texts from like probably five or six different referees that were like, what are you doing? You have some balls to be going out there. I was like, yeah, I don't know what on earth and why I'm deciding to do this. It was, yeah, it was a bad idea, but I was trying to back. I was thinking about how to back out up until like 12 hours before. <laughs> Richard, uh, I, I will say this. I don't know if I've ever seen you visibly nervous. Oh, you were so fucking nervous. nervous. Oh, super. You were well, nervous. I was, Richard was like, Richard, he was like, well, yeah, go, he's out. But they were like, Richard, he hasn't taken the ball out. Yeah, take the ball out here. Do I do it here? Do I do it here? <laughs> Richard no. double thought every single call. Every he day. was like, field goal. No, no, Richard, that's three-pointer. He just made a free throw. You guys ready? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Look, listening to, I think it was awesome too to have Monty McCutcheon on the broadcast That's while you were officiating, right? It was cool yeah. because he said it right away, like to Channing's point. You could just tell. He's like, he's overthinking everything right now. He's just thinking so much. Um, but but let's just say Richard this. has never been accused of that until that moment. <laughs> Let right me there. say this. I okay, let's add like, let's add some let's, Yeah, let's add some flavor to this, all right? I had not been on an NBA court in any capacity since I retired. So let's add that part of it. Two, we're doing the Nick game because I got I was supposed to originally do the the Orlando game, uh OKC game, but then, you know, it ended Where up nobody being was going to watch. It, it, yeah, it, but it ended up being 1 versus 2. It ended up being 1 versus 2. So they were like, "Oh no, we're going to bump you to the next game." The next game ends up being the Nick game. Like if I could have any more pressure, Nick's fans hate me they loathe me and now all of a sudden they have their undefeated summer league team about to be in a game with me refing they were in the crowd heckling me they were in the crowd talking shit and i'm just sitting here like i am very exposed right now like even if you're laughing and joking you're still exposed and so now even Mm -hmm. getting to a one fan little asshole was like i'm running through it he's like jefferson there's three minutes to go don't blow it. And I'm sitting here like, and the funny thing about it is I was literally counting down every minute, right? I was counting down oh. every minute. Just like, okay, we got to the seven minute mark. We're still alive. Okay. We haven't embarrassed our family and our lives. Right. Uh, but look, why do you do it? You do it one because fuck, I, I learned so much about the game, their mindsets, everything Two, you got to get yourself out of your comfort zone. Like that was the most nervous I'd ever been because there's never been something that I would enter into that I wasn't like ultra prepared for it. I was definitely not prepared for that shit. So, but that's why you do it. That's what makes it fun. Uh, but I will never fucking referee again, ever, 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 ever. You for, for stepping out. I do also think it's kind of like when we talk um, about, you know, whether it's coaches right now who have been in the media space and vice versa, when it comes to those media obligations, it's like, you understand, you know, it's like Steve Kerr. He was, he was on this side and he was a media member. He called games, et cetera. And now he's in the coaching space. So he understands those third quarter, first quarter interviews, you know, even though you may not want to be a part of them at that time, you have all these other tasks, et cetera. It's a part of it. It's a responsibility. So for you, to your point, as you're calling games now and understanding calls and officiating, I loved the clip that was put together when Braun had approached you during the game. And you're like, look, I'm not here to make those calls. But now you have a little kind of, you know, a different kind of understanding and a perspective of an official. Well, yeah, and, so, and in my defense, fucking Braun, don't come over and ask me what the hell's going on, bro. <laughs> like, like, it, like, I'm watching the game from a very different eye, bro. Yeah. And then Braun, Braun, even Luca, that's my guy. Luca, you're awesome. Follow you on TikTok, bro. You're dope. Luca comes over and starts cracking jokes and people asking me questions. I'm like, Apparently, I have to know the rule book because these guys want to come over and fuck with me. And so Brian was like, how could he change it? I'm like, Brian, you if we were if I was sitting on that bench right now, you wouldn't be asking me. You know me. You know, you wouldn't be asking me or Channing. You wouldn't be asking me or Channing. You, you, I'm like, bro, like, why are you talking to me? You've never asked me this question. And we were teammates for two years and change. It doesn't Dude, know. Stop it. Yeah. That's so funny. well, kudos uh, to you. Um, when it comes to the NBA and things that have been going on, uh, what has caught your guys' eye, if you will? Anything? Any of the moves that uh, have been made? Any ones that you like? Are you still really curious two, about the Kevin Durant, things. et cetera? Yeah. Two things. And this is going to be unpopular opinion. 
Here we go. If I'm the Celtics, I don't trade Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant or whoever they have. I like, I love Jalen Brown and his ceiling. I know it's not going to be Kevin Durant, but I think if you look at like the makeup of that team, I think they can go continually go to the finals with this team, especially adding the players that they have. That's one. Uh, number two, uh, you know, the big talk is like, is Draymond worth $128 million and blah, blah, blah. And I, you know what? Before I got on here, I said, what analogy can I use? And I said, does Batman worry about gas in the Batmobile? Fuck no, he doesn't. Pay that man. You've won four championships. If Steph and Clay are happy, pay that man $130? I don't care. $150? I don't care. Because he's going to do everything you need. He's the bad guy for that team who's a super nice team. They need controversy. There's never been a team that's ever won that doesn't have a little controversy. And when Golden State is too nice, they don't win. They need to be sort of hated. It's what makes them fun to watch. They're the private school kids that are beating the shit out of everybody. <laughs> and it, it it is fun to watch sometimes. Well, well, sometimes you hate well, them, well, then and, you go, damn, and, they're really good. And this is what the Warriors have kind of shown their hand a little bit, is that obviously they're willing to pay the tax, right? They're willing to pay oh. the tax. This is where it gets dicey, people. They're willing to pay the tax, so they know. Draymond knows this. He's been there for a decade. He knows his owners. If they're willing to pay the tax, and they've been willing to pay the tax, if Draymond asks for his money, that's going to put them further in the tax, right? Uh, whatever. But this is where it gets crazy. Who is Draymond trying to save money for? If the team comes to him <laughs> and say, Draymond, take $20 million less so that we're not this far into the tax. He's like, you guys have been paying the tax. You always will pay the tax. So you're basically saying Lakeup wants me to take less money so that he can make more money. That like, and I know it's always, but it's like that's all it really is. It's not like, hey, has he won a championship? Is it like it? Like you know, we already know that Draymond's value to the Warriors is higher than it is like on the open market. But to them, it's to probably double what it is, and he knows that. They know what? that. That the 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 championships prove that. So in that moment, if he's like Draymond, if you can only take you know ten right instead of fifteen. So Lakeup can save some money. And he's like, well, I'm only going to be able to play this for a little bit. I want all of my money because I've proven that you get results when you give me my money. Now give me my money. What does it look like when you have one of the greatest dynasties in the history of basketball and a player like you want to keep those three together for the history? They're going to be talking about the Golden State Warriors next to the Chicago Bulls. You know what you become? You the, become the, the Chicago San Antonio Bulls. Spurs. Yes. You become you saw, you saw how the Chicago Bulls up? ended. You saw the Chicago Bulls ended. Pippen. Can I ask you guys a question? What, yep. what defines away. what defines a max player? His value to winning on a consistent basis. Does not have to do with numbers. There is a, no. Because Draymond can have zero, eight, and twelve and be and it, that thing is moving. When Draymond comes out the game. They are a noticeably different team. He is the point guard. He's the, he's the, the pendulum court. swing. He's the pendulum swing, yeah. right? Where there's he's like, there's guy. well, I, I'm saying there's guys that are all, 
There's guys that are all um, numbers, right? So yeah, let's say a slayers. guy that's all numbers. That's the far end of the pendulum swing. And then the other right. end of the p- pendulum swing is a great guy like Draymond where like his numbers are no, would nowhere near warrant max, but you know his impact. Mm-hmm. There's guys that get a lot of points and a lot of numbers, no impact. Those guys become max players. And there's players with not a lot of numbers with high level of impact. And those like, you know, those are the guys that 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 get max. So it's somewhere in between when that's where you get the guys like the Jason Tatum's and the stuff like that, where they're like score a bunch of points and they're high and highly impactful. So like Draymond Green is on the end of the spectrum of numbers, so you can't really count him. But there's nobody that would ever for numbers. His impact his of the career. game, his impact on the game is far greater than guys that average 20, 50, 25 and fifteen. I've seen. Yeah, so his career numbers are 8.7 points, 6.9 rebounds, and 5.4 assists. And what is his Last career year, numbers? How many go to his career now. Go to his career earnings. How many rebounds? No, no, just go to his career 6. earnings now. 8.9. Nice. Where do I where do I find career earnings at? I'm on Basketball Reference. They're probably somewhere at the top. Just say how much has Draymond made? Career earnings. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you this. Who? Uh, here's another thing to think about. Who in the fuck are you going to bring in if he leaves? <laughs> like, who are you going to go get? Who are you going to get that knows the system, is your anchor on defense, is your emotional leader, doesn't shy away from controversy, wants to win every single game, sets the tone every single game, right? It, it's like there are things he does that make them like people. Mm-hmm. What's his career, wait, wait, what's his career earnings? <laughs> what's his career earnings? $129,755,715. So now now he's asking for the max. $129 million, that's it? Yeah, listen, listen, hear me out. Hall of Famer? Listen, listen, hear me out, hear me out. So he's got a hundred, he's made $130 million. He's about to get another $130 million. So for a guy who averages eight, seven, and six, is about to be a 200. 6.9. Is about to be a $260 million over the course of his career. A quarter of a billion dollars. So you want to talk about his impact on the game? Don't tell me numbers. Those numbers are the numbers that mean something. Oh, yeah, so that's $128 million. Quarter of a billion, quarter of a billion bro. Quarter of a billion and dollars. And he's set to make 25.8 this upcoming season. I'm okay with that. If I'm winning championships for what he does and his impact, mm-hmm. I am okay with that. When you have Steph and Clay, when you draft those three guys and you put that team together with Steve Kerr, you could see everyone else can rotate, right? They've gone through a lot of different players, but if you keep those three, you're a top two team in the NBA almost every single year. Guys that just give you, they give you, become way better within that system. Like, Wiggins was a giveaway. I won't and say look giveaway, at, but yeah, they wanted to get off of him. You're right. I won't say giveaway. Yeah, they wanted to get off him. And all of a sudden, now we're like, even myself was like, who is this dude in the NBA Finals? This is Big Wiggly? I said, hey, that's Uncle Wiggy right there, dog. Hey, booming on people. We were talking about, hey, if Steph hadn't had that 50-point game, we were like, hey, just Wiggins in the MVP conversation. Like, he was balling out. You can't get 17 and 19, 15 and 17. Like, he was doing everything in that system because of those three guys. Steph and Clay are is something special. Steph, Clay, and Draymond is a dynasty 
of winning that comes once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. Lakers. So 128 million. Relax, you're going to be good. Lakers the team is fun. already. Included. You've already seen the value of the franchise. You've seen all of that stuff. Oh. How do you guys man. feel about the trade rumors surrounding Donovan Mitchell? Get him up out of there. Team I'm tired of watching him in Utah. Will interest include the Wizards, Heat, Raptors, Hornets, Kings, and Hawks? Anyone that you'd like to see him on? Miami. Is it Miami? Why? Why? Uh, ooh, who are you Miami. losing in Miami then? Uh, who Who do you want? Who do you want? I think Donovan Mitchell in Miami is going to be real good. They don't like think about how Tyler Hero, his effect on the game of basketball as a six man. Think about Donovan Mitchell, who's done his thing scoring in the playoffs, has that type. He's been an All Star, max player. Add that type of offensive firepower to a team that is solid defensively where he's going to get a green light and be taking better quality shots around better quality players in a system that is, I would say, tender toward his uh, style of play. I love it. Okay. I love it. Two guards usually do well. If you're a scorer and you go to Miami, play a little defense, <laughs> look who's behind you, and you know shoot the ball when you're open. You got you got to pass that ball fifty seven times in a half court. I was about to though, say, so. do you think that culture, that that kind of system, I think it's great for him. Would be good for him. It's going yep. to uh, create value for him and his brand, because they're going to say if you could be successful in Miami, they're going to keep you there, especially if you could put the ball in the hole. In Utah, they're like, well, he's just jacking because nobody else can make it other than Jordan Clarkson. No, but Brian, you do it in Miami. Yeah, Brian Windhorse was pointing out. He's like, look, as soon as Danny took over in. Um, our, 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 when he took over in Boston, Boston, yeah. he decided that, you know, he wanted to do a rebuild after, you know, after, you know, he decided when he made that, he's done a full rebuild. He's gotten rid of everybody and started over before. And if he's, if he walked in there and said, Hey, look, we can't keep, if we keep Rudy, or, or, I mean, if we keep Donovan and let go of Rudy, we're still going to be too good. Right. And so we're not going to get the picks that we want. If I want, I'd rather sell these guys for five, six picks a piece. You know, I don't even know if I necessarily want a young superstar. They pointed out like, oh, RJ Barrett to the Knicks. And they're like, would Utah really want RJ Barrett? Because RJ Barrett's going to come into next year. He's going to make, he's, he's going to average 20 plus a game. The team's not going to be very good. And he's going to ask for a damn near max rookie contract or a high number. And somebody's going to pay him that. Cause he's, you know, he's a, he's a very good young player, but like, that's not my, that might not be the immediate direction that they want to go. They're like, we're going to have this guy here. Then we're not going to pay him. So are we going to trade him after that? Who knows? But they were saying they might not even want RJ Barrett. Now, all of these things are hypothetical, but if we're just talking hoops and saying that, look, I wouldn't be surprised. They blow it up. They've already seen what they can get for Rudy Gobert. There's a bidding war now for Donovan Mitchell, who seems like a very nice guy, young all-star, all of these things. So, you know, take your time, but I don't know where he ends up. I just know that when you look at how Danny has done it, behaved before and kind of blowing things up and doing that with Rudy, and they got like they were talking about trading Royce O'Neal to the Brooklyn Nets. It was like, yo, that's that was Donovan's like best friend, right? Like these are things that you're like, hey, it, bye. Do you think Don't that this matter. is Get like on a the holding, jet after the season? You, see each other. Do you think bye. this is a holding, um, like trickle down, if you will, until things happen with Katie? 
some people Man. might target him differently, yeah. right? I don't think it, it. There could be a trickle trickle down effect, right? There, there definitely is. Let me say there is, just because of like you're limited in the like the actions from every team, right? But right. I think with with where it's not is that I think teams might not target Kevin Durant. Teams might not target Kevin Durant. They might just be like, hey, Donovan Mitchell's the one that we'd rather go. Let's focus all of our energy there. But there's other teams that are like, well, we're trying to be a third team for this and we're possibly this. And so when you got Kevin Durant out there, there that's going to slow up everything. I'll be honest. I love the blow up. I thought Utah, good. They look good on paper. They were the most medium team. That's like a burger, no sauce with, with no... No condiments, no bacon, no cheese, no bun, pickles. burger, bun. Pickles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold the pickles. Pickles are the devil's fruit, by the way. Stop it. Uh, I add They're disgusting. Disgusting. But like, blow that up. They're the, the definition of mediocrity. Like, way to be number one in, in the regular season and then get your ass beat in the first round every, every single, single year. Time. But it was just like, dude, it's time to blow it up. Like, you saw the chemistry wasn't working. They were stale. Like, get a new rebuild. This draft class coming up is going to be very, very good. Somebody that grows in that Utah system usually are very turn out to be very good players. Danny Ainge drafts crazy well. No matter what you say about Danny Ainge, he drafts crazy well. He knows how to assess talent. So Utah, I want to have a clean slate when he's coming in here and have all the picks I want so that he can put, and he's not afraid to go take a chance on a vet like Kyrie, like Kemba, and then say, hey, it ain't working. Get him up out of here. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Bye. Goodbye. And when you have and a, when you have a ton of picks, Celtics. when you have a ton of picks, right? Like the picks are never disposable, but picks offer flexibility. So imagine if you sign somebody, it doesn't work out. It's like, look, we got five picks over the next three years. We'll ship you two picks in this person. Go, go, get them out of here. Well, now we got three that we're working with. We got, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it keeps you in a space of like flexibility because it's like right now there's so many deals that are being held up. Look at the Lakers and their lack of flexibility. They have no picks. for They had no picks. Now they have one pick. And now it's like, oh, if they want Kyrie, they've got to give up one picks or two picks. And you're like, dude, well, we don't we haven't had a pick in four years. We don't you know, you just don't have flexibility. So when you get you know, like Sam Presti, when you get 20 picks over the next, you know, nine years, can we talk about that? Like, at what point is that like, can, can we just, here's a question. Can we talk about, other than maybe Josh Giddy, who's a very solid NBA player, since KD, Jeff Green, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, I can't really remember them drafting anybody of substance. Who? Oklahoma City. No, no. Maybe, no, maybe but, but they look. They had a great. Since they blew it up. They, I'm just they like, had a great stretch. They had a great stretch. They did. They drafted Surge, and then they, like Surge was one of those guys. That's I, still. I, that's when they. But that's a long time. I, ago. I know, but then those guys were all on that team. Like you know, like when you're talking about drafting, you're only going to draft when you got those monsters. You're drafting between 24 and and. And, and 30 every year. That's the only thing. I'm, that's why a lot of times whenever Braun shows up, right. he's like, ship that 24 to 30. That's not going to help us. That's, we're not going to get anybody there. That's going to help us right now. Ship that off. So it's like, because those picks are hard to nail. You're right. right. When you get all of those picks, the idea is that Having you get a good team. Picks, you get a good, you get some good players. Now they got Chet home, right? Chet. 
They got Chet. They got Josh Giddy. Yeah, they got Chet. They got Josh Giddy. They got how many games do you think that team is going? I'm just saying that you can, but you can evaluate this year if they get better and these guys look like they can have a chance to be young studs. What? No, Ali, stop it. I think over thirty. Under, I give them over, under I give them over. I give them, I give them 30. I want 35 Ooh, a lot. Let's take 30, it back. 35 is a lot. I'll give them. You're over, saying over 30. I say over I 30. Say I'm saying under 30. And I say okay. 35. I say, I, I, I say. I just think they're so young. You're relying on a lot of guys to play. Shea, if he comes back and they actually Shea's play. Shea's a bucket. Shea, Shea is an guy. all-star. Shea is an all-star. Ooh, you have Chet. You have some guys. 30 games. Not a lot. That means you're 30 and 52. That's what we like. Richard, they're in the West now. Minnesota is going to be a beast. Shit. They beat right? the Lakers three San times Antonio's last going to be uh, boo-boo. They beat Joe Lewis. Uh, Houston's going to be okay. Houston's going to be dog shit. You're just lying. You're lying to make Sacramento. your point. Don't say Houston's going to be okay. Houston's going to be... I said they're going to be... Uh, 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 I didn't say boo-boo. They're going to be... Uh, they got down. Yeah. You know what? Now that I say it, it may be Market. more than 30. <laughs> Thank look, you. Uh, God. Portland's gonna be tough. Golden State is two L's. Sacramento, uh, 50 50. 50 50. Don't uh, put them Clippers in the same has two L's. Lakers, 50 50. Suns, two L's. Utah. Hey, 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 hey listen, listen. We, I, we, we can keep just saying NBA teams right. and, and names. Like at the end of the day, like I think they can win. I think if they have a good, healthy season and they're like competitive and building, they can. I think they can win thirty games. Allie thinks thirty-five. I think that's a, that's a, that that's a great year, and I don't think they're going to have that. You think twenty-five? That's a shit year. I think under thirty. Under thirty. All right, we'll okay. mark this. Deal. We'll mark this. Mark this. If, what are we going to bet, Richard? If I'm uh, right, you guys have to each buy me a pair of kicks. Deal. Wait, what is your number? I just 35. 35. Do you listen? Oh, you guys are that's over 100. here throwing out Kenny, Kenny, she has to buy us both. Number. She has to buy us both a pair of shoes if she's wrong. Deal. Um, okay, guys, before we wrap up this uh, NBA conversation, just one kind of like pan over. Any team that has retooled through the draft or built the roster and is pretty much set, not waiting on Kevin Durant. Uh, which one catches your eye the most? Were you surprised by, etc.? Any team stand out to you, Richard? I'll let you go first. I'm thinking mine is just I love when you guys do oh, <laughs> the Clippers, it's not even close. The Clippers are the team to beat next year, and this is I know it's crazy to say the Clippers are the team to beat. They have not only Norman Powell, Robert Covington, they brought Zubak back. Healthy Kawhi, healthy PG. They got Reggie Jackson. They have basically a team that been making the playoffs with the auxiliary players. Now they get their two superstars. The auxiliary players have been playing starter minutes. They understand their roles and want to win. They're gonna. They got T. Lou at the helm, and their owner got crazy bank and is willing to go play and make chances to win. I think they are the best team next to Golden State if Golden State comes back to to go at one-on-one. They are an example of what today's NBA game is. They're an older version of Boston. You haven't seen they got two guys. Kawhi Leonard play basketball in how long? I haven't seen Kawhi Leonard do anything except smile and laugh. <laughs> I haven't seen him do that. But he wins championships when he's healthy. 
If he's healthy, they're the best team in the league. Oh, okay. um, oh, no, no, I look, bench are, coaching stars. No, I, I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm still trying to think of a them and Golden State. Them I'm Golden still State. trying to think of a team that I feel like has done something that that we're excited to see. We, I, I don't think I just personally hasn't haven't seen anybody. Um, Memphis, I'm curious to see how 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 they're going to you know build on last year because they've built forward every single year. Now they're not the young, lovable you know guys up there. Now they're you know they're going to be targeted, which they like it. That that's not an issue. Um, uh, that that's it. I, I'm being really honest. Did they get better? They shipped off some of their better players. Yeah, they, they, we haven't seen like the shift. Like think about some what. Jaron Jackson Jr. won't be available until midway through as well, correct? Like December. Yeah, which again, which again is one of their. That's a six. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a six. And he's, you know, he he's now starting to develop, you know, uh, you know, some availability problems. I'm not going to say injury prone. I'm just going to say some availability problems. That's a great way Thank to you. say that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, he is he's having, he's uh, avail- adverse he's, to availability. Yeah, he's having some availability <laughs> challenges. And so, uh, no, no, no. So, so when you look around this league, I, I don't really see one that's just like, oh, you know, this team I'm excited to see. I like the Malcolm Brogdon move, but we don't know what Boston's going to look like. We don't know if the tense situation might, you know, Jalen Brown doesn't seem like a, you know, water under the bridge kind of guy, you know, you know. I, yeah. If you're getting traded for Kevin Durant, you better suck it I up. Agree. I agree. Are you I, joking? I, but I'm just, it doesn't, it oh, does, who'd you get it traded doesn't change for? the emotion. When they told me I it got traded for change. Zach Randolph, I was like, oh, shit, okay. Where am I going? Portland? Oh, shit. What's in Portland? And now I'm stuck in this motherfucker. Now you love it. God, <laughs> I love you it. just I love sounded and place. looked like Logan so much. Um, he looks like me. Uh, okay, same, same. Did you guys see the viral video of the chess playing robot and the seven-year-old boy? No. The one where it broke his hand? Yes. No. A robot. I would have fucked that robot up. A video went viral of a chess playing robot when it reached across a desk and broke a seven-year-old boy's finger during a tournament. Here's the, I've watched the video. It is pretty wild. The kid was moving his pieces too fast and the robot didn't like it. Okay. The tournament officials even sided with the robot saying the boy interrupted his turn. So it is pretty wild. The boy did come back the next day. He played, he finished the tournament with a cast on, but nonetheless, a robot broke his finger. Can I see the video? Are we not in fucking Skynet right now? What's up? Conspiracy theorists? So as we're waiting on that. God, Richard, the robot said, hey, 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 homeboy, stop playing in pawns too quick before I snap your finger off. Oh, um, having said that, do you think we'll ever see robots playing basketball one day? And uh, do we have to realize that the Skynet is officially a reality? No, we don't. We we don't have to. We're not going to see robots playing basketball. You don't think so? No. Oh, for sure, Ellie. You know I'm Yeah, I know you are. For Go back sure. to episode three of the podcast where you and Kyrie dive into strong conspiracy. Oh, can I tell you one that I've heard that was kind of yeah. crazy? Yeah. Got oh, hang on here first. Go. Here's the uh, really oh, quick. Okay, here Rich, here here's go. the. Okay, so Channing, what did you hear funny or interesting about a conspiracy? Because you think robots will play basketball. And I want fans. Well, I think if you listen to some of the smartest people in the world, they've always been like, I have to talk to the government about how fast they're creating artificial intelligence. 
And like all of them across the board have made references towards like, hey, we need to do this within a certain, <clears throat> with certain parameters, blah, blah, blah. But I'd love to hear the fan feedback of uh, the newest conspiracy theories that Area 51 is not where uh, aliens landed. It's where there is a doorway between dimensions. And that is why we're not allowed to go there. So <laughs> Area 51 is where they created, like there is a doorway between different dimensions. And that is why it's like, oh, there's aliens there. There really isn't. That's a, a doorway to somewhere else. <laughs> Can you please take hey, us there okay. and let us know? You just, oh, I know, you I know, just, don't shoot this you the on the spot. You just, what okay, else so in America are they going to shoot you on the truth. spot? So you just like this yeah, yeah. idea. You're like, oh, that's a cool idea. Like, not that you like rationally think it, you just think Believe that's it. Like, a cool idea. You're thinking, oh, that would be cool. So, like, Dr. Strange, I think of this. Like, to the I think, multiverse. No, 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 no. I'm not, we're not trying to like cartoon it, but I, you would have to ask me the question of, do I think we're alone in the universe, in our universe? Okay. Right? Which I think okay. no. And then you would have to say, in our vast amount of universes, universe would I understand side. the concept of there is as much, the universe, <laughs> uh, there's as many universes as there are grains of sand. So if we are one universe and there's as many universes as grains of sand, what type of attitude would that be? Now, do I ever think those people would ever be able to see us? No. Uh, we believe in wind, even though we can't see it, right? Like things move without us understanding. Like there are things that happen on earth that are unexplainable. So why would that not happen across the board throughout yeah, the, the world? The, yeah, using so the for me to think that there is a thing. If there's one in a billion chance that this planet exists, well, there's like a hundred billion chances. So that means that even just, I, I get what you're saying. Channing, do you think the earth is flat? Yes. <laughs> no, I do not think the Earth is flat. <laughs> I don't. I have not seen the Earth from a spaceship, but I do not think the Earth is flat. Uh, I, I also, here's what I'll say about that. I don't also just believe everything that the government tells me all the time. Like, I'm okay with that. Oh, yeah. No, I live no, in my no, nice little not, suburban home anything that in, <laughs> in Portland, and I'm good. Okay. Right. Moving on from robots playing <laughs> basketball to conspiracy theories. Did you guys see Aaron Rodgers report to camp? Dude, that what? was tight. Richard, have you been living under a rock? Up as, uh, yeah, I, look, like me? <laughs> I, look, after the okay, so after the referee thing, look at his plan. Look, look at look, his plan. After look the referee plan. thing, I deleted all my social media, so I'm not on like TikTok. I'm not on Instagram. I'm not on Facebook. How good does that feel? So, Wait, so then who's responding good. on all your stuff? First of all, let me say this. I took, let me phrase this. I took it off of my phone, so I don't have it. Do I still have Twitter on my iPad? Can I like look at Twitter and like oh, respond? Okay, okay, Can okay. I still do that? I was about yeah. to say, someone's but, in your stuff. Yeah, no, 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 no. So like okay. I, I still have, I, no, I still have stuff, access Richard. to like my, like if I'm sitting on my Look-er iPad, stuff. I can like look at tweets, but I'm just like, you know, okay. it's when you're, it's when you're so then, in your car. I just don't have access so to social this was media. on Twitter. This Aaron Rodgers dressed up at, well, didn't dress up. I mean, he looks damn near like the identical Nicolas Cage mm -hmm. from the movie Con Air. Oh, you have not seen that movie, have Ooh. you? Oh, she no, hasn't seen I it. haven't. But I do know Nicolas Cage. I love Nicolas Cage. Just <laughs> Yo, I do too. Seen, I, I do. just watched, have you seen his other movie, the movie that just came out? No, Pig? Not Pig, not Pig. There's another movie where he plays himself. I saw where he plays head. himself, where Nicolas Cage plays. 
Jump. The, the magnificent, the the burden of magnificent talent, or some shit. I don't know. I'm making that. Okay, up. you guys, no, if you I could dress up as any that. movie character on your way into the arena, who would it be, and why? Oh, he didn't really dress up though. He looks just like him, just as himself. So, okay, there's a lift here. No, no, that's a Sydney look. Dean from White Man Can't Jump. That'd be a great look. Um, I would go Blade. That would be a great look. Uh, I would go Morpheus. That'd be another great look. Uh, I would go Shonuff. I would go Shonuff from Last Last Dance. Uh, our Last Dance God, uh, Last Dragon. Who's the master? Shonuff. Shonuff. Uh, <laughs> Whenever he used to do his uh, hair back like this, he had long hair. He'd be like, "Ooh, yeah. who's the master?" Shonuff. Definitely, Bruce Leroy would be yeah. up there for me. Uh, Nacho Libre Nacho would Libre. be two. Okay. <laughs> Libra. Um, who else? I would have to say James Bond, just to be fitted in a suit, looking delicious looking and nutritious. Delicious. Um, uh, I would actually want to be a transformer, <laughs> uh, just so I could transform into something cool. I'd roll up as a car and like, and like, just turn into Channing. Dead. I cannot. <laughs> You're like, damn, look at this car. No, no it's kidding. <laughs> fashion. Fashion. Uh, okay, on to this one. Let's see if you guys saw this in the uh, sports world yesterday uh, or this week. Carolina Panther running back Christian McCaffrey. Did you guys see this? Pimped out his dorm room no. at training camp with bougie candles, pillows, rugs, and blankets. He needed a very bougie, nice rug to be the first thing that he stepped on in the morning. Um, and he's getting flack for it. Who from Who uh, some of his teammates, Christian McCaffrey? Listen, Christian McCaffrey, he can do anything <laughs> he wants. He's a bad dude, right? I, like my my thing about this, and I think me and Channing, we we both we both live by the same rule of whatever it takes for you to do you and be you, do it. I don't, don't give, give a, a shit. shit. If you want to wake up and you want to smack yourself in the face and poke <laughs> yourself in the eye, and that means you're going to go run 2,000 yards this year, go do it, bro. Like, who gives a shit what other people think? Do you do, do it every day, day though? You yeah. got to smack the shit out of yeah. yourself every day. Don't don't smack it on Monday and not Tuesday. I will yeah. do it for yeah. you. Like we try to win. We smack that's what you need. Yeah, if that makes you want to wake up and do like get in your feet. What what his toes got to go through as a running back, right? What his toes got to go through as a running back. If he's like, yo, the first thing I want to touch is like a soft carpet. That makes me just like the day's gonna be okay. Okay. I hope it's bear. I wish he had a bear. Let me ask you. Like a like a black bear that he. Ooh, did you see that controversy too? Who would win? A grizzly bear or a gorilla in a fight? Who are you taking? Oh, a gorilla. Not even close. Uh, really? Not even close. Not ooh, even close. That's not true. That's not true. Not even close. I don't think that's a close uh, like, I think a gorilla. I think. I, I think, don't think that's a close <clears throat> answer. I, I, a grizzly bear is two feet imagine taller. Imagine a gorilla. A gorilla has both hands and feet that are hands. Eyes. Done. <laughs> Boo. Have you ever seen King Kong versus Godzilla? King Kong was beating the yeah, shit out of Godzilla for a second. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If that bear gets a hold of one of those arms, if that bear gets a hold of one of those gorilla arms, and that gorilla True. is trying to punch, that bear ain't feeling shit, bro. 
That uh, even a silverback. No, no, okay, no the bear go feel a yeah, gorilla. But punch. this ain't. That, yo, I'm sorry. I'm picking the. I'm picking. I'm picking a pissed off grizzly bear over a silverback. I might be wrong. Oh, have you ever seen a gorilla rip a chimpanzee in half? Like Why would I have ever I seen didn't, that? I didn't what? say that a gorilla was fighting a know, chimpanzee. You like watching that? Channing, I know, but a chimp is stronger Channing than likes, a human. Channing a likes chimp is stronger than a human. And then I've seen a gorilla. Whoop, you rip like a watching? Chimpanzee you like watching like dark, like, like nature shit, bro? He likes watching dark. See, things for sure. And- Nature is metal is my favorite. Yeah, his face, dude. It's the best. Face, I love yeah. to see him because I go. He's like, hey, yes, I do. He likes- here's here's why I do it because you know what? And Allie, this is for oh, you. Sometimes my intuition says, "Why are they going near that animal? It could bite you." And then I look, it bit the shit out they ass. And I say, you know what? I'm in tune with who I am. I just want to look. Remember the motherfucker that got beat up by the bison? The little they let their little kid run towards a thousand pound, uh, a, a big ass cow with horns. That's, that's angry. Just, first of all, that's whooped. just being stupid. That's that is, that's no intuition. That's just being that's stupid. What you get. Listen, okay, Ali, there are certain tendencies I try to lean against. If there's a fish in the water, ah, I'm gonna let the fish be fish. I'm gonna step out the water. That's his face. Okay, crazy birds. No, I don't want none of that. I'm gonna get Do him you a remember? tent. Right, or go in my house. Do you remember on the this. bus leaving Orlando, Channing, when Dwayne was talking about how he has a fear of birds? <laughs> Dwayne oh, Wade, yeah, Dwayne? fears birds, like one of his most Dude. fearful. Yeah. Okay. Lastly, back to really quick, Christian McCaffrey. So, who's the most bougie teammate you guys have ever had? Oh, oh Darren Williams. Not even close. Oh. It's the fastest. Oh, Michael, Michael Red, Red too. Michael Red. I love you, Mike. Yeah, I, I have Michael you, Mike. Red too. <laughs> Michael Red. Why? Oh, Michael oh, Red. I, oh, you know what's so Lord. funny? How about this? How about this? Right. So the minute you said it, Channing says one name. I say Michael Red, not forgetting that Channing was teammates with them also. <laughs> At the end so of his why? career, though, why Michael, he, he, like, just, he could still just, get buckets, but he wasn't he's just, Michael. He's, Michael. I love him. He's an amazing dude. Amazing person. Great. Oh, dude. Nicest, nicest human being. But my guy is bougie. He's he's. He's 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 bougie and he knows it. Particular, Particular. like, uh, like. Oh, oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Um, oh. Is this? Uh, remember, like, I said hey, medium. You know, well? I just like. Can you? Thank you. You uh, can take it. Is there any way? Is there any? Is there any way that, like, you know, just like a couple degrees warmer? <laughs> oh, I can't. I cannot. Oh. Ah, I like two oh, ice bags. Can they be flat, flat like, like really, really, thin, like really, thin, really thin? Really thin, like one like, layer wanna, of yeah, ice. Just in like between. just really, really thin. It just up here. I like, damn, my two two like, no, it's just because it doesn't sit on your knees right. So then it's just like you're like, okay, that's your rationale. Oh, yeah, which is crazy. That's your, okay, I'm talking now. You can't. But at the end of the day, you two support him. What? You support that? Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Mike, whatever, whatever you gotta do to go hey, get Mike your buckets, Red man. I don't give a damn, but I'm still gonna make fun of it. I'm still gonna make fun of it. He's what? Oh, I make fun of everything. Listen, he's one of the most non-talked about bucket mm-hmm. getters of that generation. In yeah. our generation, Michael Red, second round pick, Ohio State, Gold had man. a wild lefty shot. Buckets. Um, you guys. Richard, I think this is mainly for you because I didn't see Channing's expression about this. 
Will you take over the rights to the Choco Taco Klondike bar oh. and find a way to not allow it to go extinct? No, I, you know what I'm most devastated about is that my youngest, my youngest is allergic to peanuts, so he can't have a Choco Taco, right? So Damn. I was like, else, like we would have just been Choco Tacoed up, but oh, I'm definitely taking Little Rich for a Choco Taco. It's 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 been. They still have them. I literally bought one two days ago. They just, they're going to discontinue it at a certain point in time, which I'm hoping they just bring it back. Hopefully they do it like a McRib where they just bring it back for like limited runs. Or like Like the Mexican pizza or something. Yeah. Just like a limited run. Like, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, imagine if like, like, you know, you can only get the Choco Taco between like, you know, I don't know, June and September, you know? Yeah. Just a little summer treat. Just don't, don't take it away forever. Don't. Or somebody else buy the fucking rights. That's what I was going to say. Channing, who was that character you dressed up for Ron's Halloween party with that mask? Cause that's what you look like with your glasses upside uh, down right now. Harry Uh, Potter. (laughs) (laughs) Griffin. <laughs> you guys are wonderful. Okay, I'm done. Do you have anything else to talk about? No. Anything yeah. else to get off your chest? Uh, nope. No, you feel good. Oh, Rich needs to go night night. Richard needs a little Steph, nap. Steph needs to put you bed night night. We go night night. Okay. <laughs> That's another. <laughs> it's another edition of Road Trip. <laughs>